Now on Documentary News Talk, producer Jim Doherty tells the story of one man's passion for tug of war and his dream to bring the 2020 World Indoor Championships to Donegal. In Pulling Together, Big Danny, Clan Manny, and the World. Hey, boy. Wake up the room. Take your strain. Steady. Hold. It's a stormy November night. A heavy hailstone shower beats off the tin roof of a long, narrow building in rural Donegal. The other strange sound you hear is coming from a group of determined men training hard to be world champions again. For this is the home of Clamani B, one of Ireland's most successful tug-of-war clubs. They have won several All-Ireland and World titles over the years and are hungry for more. The 2020 World Indoor Tug of War Championships will be held in February in County Donegal for the first time. As the storm rages outside, a different storm is building many miles away to the east. One that we know nothing about in November, but one that will change our lives dramatically in March 2020, COVID. I'm over the moon. 43 years I've been waiting in this year. Finally come. I'll tell you one thing, the third point, I'll shoot it here. That's Danny McGonigal, or Big Danny as he's known around here. A big man with a big personality and big dreams. His biggest one is finally happening. He's bringing the World Indoor Tug of War Championships to Donegal. And I'm leaving 40 years where it went to the truth. I wish to God, God to give me 40 more years of life or give me money as a ticket to war. It's a great sport and a great friends all over the world. I thought of nothing else when he took a wire. All my life, because took a wire was unbelievable. And as I told all the boys here, I'd have more around to money without money, and they'd done with one. Big Danny's passion for tug of war is clear. Over the years, he has worked tirelessly to develop the sport in Ireland and the Clamani Club into the powerhouse that it is today. He also has an incredible ability to rope others into his passion. He's a hard man to say no to. I've been blessed over the years. I started the money club in 78, 77, sorry, when I came home. And I've been blessed with great men, mighty men, boys to help me out. And work with everybody. You have to work with everybody. I always had a treasure to look after money. And most of the treasures, especially Cathy Cody and Tina McLaughlin, at the end of their hiding on me because I was a torture to them because I was at them all the time. Big Danny stepped down as chair of the Clamani Club to pursue his dream of bringing the World Championship to Donegal. Daniel Doherty took over that role. Like most people in the tug-of-war scene, Daniel has a long family history with the club and the sport. Danny showed me a photograph on the wall there. There's your grandfather and then your father pulled for the club. Yeah, and my grandfather started it. Uh, I suppose he'd have been the first man pulled and my father pulled. And me and my brother started to pull along with my father and won a couple of world medals. Three of us on the one rope, and now my son's pulling now too. Like. We won the 560 All Ireland there last Sunday. The two of us was on the one rope. It's just sort of a family thing, I suppose. Well, that's sort of how you get into it. It's really somebody belonging to you, takes you time. 
Your daughter's here as well, Colin. Tegan's pulling now too. She started in this lady's team. So she'll keep going too. She'll keep pulling now. Danny is training the girls' team as I'm talking to Daniel. I grab a few words with some of them during a break. What's your name? Yeah, Eva. And why did you get that for dog aware? Um, I just thought it would be interesting. Yeah, it's something different. So how long have you been pulling? Over a year. And the middle nights are what you train? Twice a week, Twice for week. an hour and a half. The World Championship, you're going to take part in that in February? Yeah. What's that going to be like, what do you think? Tough. Tough, yeah. It's going to be hard. A lot of more experienced teams there, but hopefully our hard work will pay off. Just give it our best. Good experience there for the experience more than anything. What did you like about it? It's, I think it's just a challenge. Yeah, it's very intense. Good for your stamina too. It's all about how long you can actually hold yourself for and push yourself against it. And do you do any other sports? Yeah, you can football. And do you find the drug war helps it? Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Your legs strengthen you. Be a bit tougher. <laughs> so how much more training do you have to do before? Probably the same two nights a week for an hour and a half. My pump went up the last week. Probably a couple of extra nights because we're missing all next week. Yeah. <laughs> He's not happy. He's worried keep you hurt himself. Hey! Oh! Danny put them through their paces anyway. Uh, they go through their paces. Uh, but the girls would have been under 18, I suppose, really. But in Letterkenny, now they're going to have to pull under 23s. And it's a big step. It's too big a step for them, really. Like they would have been better at under 18 to get. The first one over them on the 23 is a big jump. These girls are not pulling that long. They're learning care for them, really. They stay at it, then it'll hopefully stand to them further down the line. Many schools throughout Ireland organise skiing trips each year. We weren't to know in the winter of 2019-2020 that it would be a factor in spreading COVID throughout the country. The nights I visited the club to record material, I noticed a lot of people coughing. This was before we knew what COVID was. Yes, we're putting so many portaloos on the, on the marquee along with us there for the, for the athletes can go there. So some of our men can look after that. And the signs for the road, who's doing that? There are five or six signs up at the roundabouts already. Danny mentioned Kathleen Cody earlier. She's a key member of the organising committee. They are meeting in Kathleen's office in Clamani Community Centre when a Zumba class is in full swing in the main hall. The committee still has work to do to make sure everything is in place for the championship. So that's the story now at the minute. Yeah, it's kind of fairly well. Everything is. I think you're coming down now. Everything. I just think <laughs> everything's been done properly, Danny. <laughs> Not the good you do it. You're in the lowest of mistakes. Listen, I have a daughter from Indonesia. Daughter coming from Scotland tomorrow with two very active boys. And I have a daughter going to have a baby any day now, any minute. And the bloody world championship stuck in the middle of it. Daddy's <laughs> calling me everything but a nice fella. <laughs> I've called him literally everything this week. Not to his face. Daddy thinks I don't feel it. That's a good thing you've been with a bouncer for years, a little bit. God give you two years uh, and one year out of there. Does it make sense? Hold on to them, it doesn't let it stay through. Kathleen has played a major role in the development of the Tug of War Club and Clamani Community Centre from the beginning. She was manager of the centre for many years. Even though she retired recently, she's as busy there as ever. I 
was involved with the tug of war since the middle 70s. I met Danny, I knew him most of my life from London. Danny got this enthusiasm about indoor tug of war and I just really did the paperwork. The community centre is, well, central to all sporting, cultural and social activities in Clamani. The tug of war club and centre have been strongly connected from the start. Before the centre was here, this was a green field. So we started fundraising and the tug of war team gave us a thousand pounds, which in 1990 was a fortune. And we put up this building and the amount of money that we had was 60,000. And teams of local builders came in and did a lot of the work on weekends, free and voluntary. So that's how we ended up with the building. But the tug of war were massive supporters. And that relationship has gone the whole way down through the years. Danny is always really annoyed because if we had thought about very large competitions, we would have made the hall 10 foot longer. We hold Irish competitions here. We would have been able to put in a good bid here to have the international competition. So he's always annoyed about that because he knows that had he said this is what we need, that's what would have been done. That's the way people in Clamani operate. If we need it, we do it. We are a couple of months out now from the World Championships in February and the training for all teams at all levels goes on. Danny designed the main training apparatus. It consists of a large metal skip at the end of the long haul attached to a pulley system. Weights are gradually added to the skip which is connected to a thick rope. The teams line up and pull the rope, raising and lowering the skip onto the watchful eye of Danny and the other trainers. See what stamina they have, because uh, some men can look very pretty sometimes. But when you put them on the video, it's not as pretty. With the school coaches, the boys, the yak, with the girls, see, they seem dying out there. Who's the B team? As his team practice in the background, trainer Peter McGonagall, or Peter Spoons as Danny calls him, describes what it takes to be a champion puller. I was pulled for a while and pulled for a long five or six years just and I had to give it up. But still enjoyed it and stayed at it. And what about medals? How did you do? Nothing great. <laughs> You're training the 18 here now yeah. for the World Championships at the end of February. Yeah. And how's that training going? How are they, how are they getting on? That's been it's going good. Everybody's turning up every night and going well. We do a few more pullers if we had them, but things are going good. Same hard. We train three nights a week from eight to ten, and then on Sunday we have other competitions as well. And then some of them they do gym work, or running the nights are off. And then they train every night a week doing something, you know, between that and going to saunas. 
It's a sauna thing. It's all about weight. How do they maintain weight or keep weight? Well, you go to a sauna maybe for a few hours and then try and get a few kilos off. For the competitions, you'd have to go maybe a few Saturday nights to get used to it. You know, you can't just go on and sit on it for two or three hours and come back out again. Times maybe you might have to go on longer. What diets do these guys use? They all have their own kind of diet, probably, you know, but so you ever be watching them now from Christmas to February, it's very serious then as well. Keeping guys involved with the team and involved with the club, is that easy or difficult? No, it's very difficult. You have 15 colours at the start of the year, maybe you end up with 10 or 3 or 4 good colours doesn't come back, so it makes it very hard to get a team get up. The boys have left are very, very good, so it's hard to pull their shoes again. Club chair Daniel Doherty is also a member of the multiple world title winning Clamani B team. He gives us some idea of the commitment that is required to pull at that level. It's a lot of time for an amateur sport. We're training three nights a week here now since September and we're training two nights a week from the end of May or middle of May. The nights that we're not training, you'd be running three, four, five miles. A lot of people think that uh, top work is all about big heavy men, the end of a rope pulling. It's all weight categories now. Uh, it's about getting eight men into a certain weight category. And it's hard, like a 560, you're talking an average of 70 kilo men, eight, 70 kilo men in it. Even at 600, like they're only 75 kilo men. Like in, it's hard like for the weight end of it, you think it's just big men going out to pull, but when you have to watch your diet, it makes it that bit harder. Even then, some of them turn up to competitions that you've got weight to lose. You like to keep it close, as fairly close till it is possible. If you have to lose three or four kilos, maybe a body fat too close to it, you wouldn't be strong. But if you lose it maybe a month or six weeks out, you're fitted and they stay at the weight and eat a bit more and they're building up your strength then going into the competition. The world is on the 20th of February, so anybody that overindulges over Christmas? It's not easy going through Christmas, but if you put on them a couple of kilos over Christmas, you're at a race then to try and get it off like for a World Championship. Tug of War isn't about superior body strength or weight. It's more about fitness and technique, as Peter explains. Your legs and your grip your hands, legs mainly, strong legs. How do you work out who's in what position on the rope and who's the anchor? Here we have two anchor men. An anchor for a long time, you know. And you just normally work out maybe the biggest men go to the front and work your way back to the smallest. But sometimes you have to change it around then two times, you know. Depends how men are going, how fit there is. Work around it. Some of the equipment that you use here, you mentioned tires. What do you use? And the shades alone, we just use tires and individual gantries and a big gantry. Rower machines here for well for people to use. Mainly just rope work and pulling up and down the big width or pulling individual width yourself and get the team together. Well, teamwork, you know. If you don't run the training, you get caught out on the rope, that's just the way it is, you know. You can soon see the man that hasn't done, because his hands are not good enough, it's too heavy, but you have to work with what you have, you can't, and nobody getting paid to do. It's a man there before Christmas, the naturals, and I noticed that after pulls, you were going around with smelling stuff yeah. to the guys. Here's a head and get some lighting up the next pulls kind of job, you know. But it like, shows how, how much effort the work has gone into the thing. Probably a lot of events between your head, if you think it helps, keep doing it. Part of your role as coach is keeping them coordinated, keeping them pulling, keeping them focused. But as well as that, at times you'd be telling them when to slack off, when to pull. Aye, well you, you, don't, you don't be telling them to slack off, I know. No, don't slack off. At times, you don't point too mad, you have to kind of keep it steady and you know, add steady pressure all the time if you can. The quicker you can get over the better, but that doesn't always work. <laughs> you pull to go wire with your legs, Jim. They'll tell me I pull it in my mouth, but <laughs> you push to go out with your legs. A snake, what you to go out. And you see Tagoar boys here down on the mat. It's not their legs, it's their body works sticking back to weight. It's not their legs. As well as fitness and technique, every puller needs one essential piece of equipment, specially designed footwear. 
Dan O'Gallagher is a member of the Cockhill Tug of War Club, but is pulling with Clamani for the upcoming World Championships. He describes his shoes to me. That's the shoes there. It's just the rubber stuck on them, hey. Oh, you do that yourselves? Aye. Yeah. Oh, aye. Oh, well, you're a shoemaker. Everybody learns to do their own now. Mm-hmm. You can't actually go and buy a pair of shoes, especially for a tug of war. You have to make your own. I will, well, that, them shoes, hey, was, was designed from Asics. They were from, from China. They were designed for tug of war. Yeah. Because, hey, for, for comfort and, and, and for grip, the way they were done. But you see, one competition, the soles was but you, no. but the, the special foam that you put on yourselves then? The rubber, eye. Oh, rubber. You Sorry. get that from Top Top Ireland and uh, a three mill. You can get it far heavier, but the three mill is the best grip. You clean it then, hey, with an angle grinder with a sander on it, and you give it a wee run of thumbers to, to clean it off again. Two or three weeks, you hard cleaning, that, that rubber will wore out. You just replace the rubber, you want to replace you the shoes? You just replace the rubber. Sometimes the shoes, they shoe the boss. In the fabulously kitted out gym, Kathleen tells me a bit more about the community centre and its place in the local community. The community centre, we're lucky to be based right in the centre of the town. It's quite easy, accessible to the outlying areas, the lack of Oris and Clincher and all of those. And the people from the tug of war, the pullers and the trainers, they come from all of these outlying areas. They train here in Clamani. They have their own building. They put up not that long ago. But when they would run an event, they would use here. They have national competitions here. The football, Chamrock's football pitch, is next door to us here. And they would use the centre quite a lot. They might want to run bingo or they might want to run use the gym. The gym is very popular with the, the sports clubs. And then, of course, the GAA, they come in and out here all the time. They have their fitness trainer comes in with them and they do um, circuits and that sort of stuff. They would all use here for various different things, whether it's to fundraise for their own organisation or to run an event. And of course we couldn't do without them because if they come here for an event, there's a small fee. These things keep the centre ticking over. A lot of those children would be part of like the after-schools club, or the martial arts club, and they pay a small rent. There's a flow to it, but the gym is a big draw for a lot of people. And the fact that we have such a big hall, it brings in a lot of people. Including the Zumba class that we hear a lot of there tonight. The Zumba, the Zumba is very loud. (laughs) Big Danny has invited me up to his house. He wants to show me his trophy cabinet. So Danny, when I say trophy cabinet, I'm really not selling this properly because it's a whole side of a wall here out in the shed in the hay barn and half a wall on the other side just full of photographs, mementos, cups, trophies, badges, medals, stickers, everything. Maybe you'll give a wee guided tour of what you have here. This is me to go our stuff on this side here. That's me gold medals up there from uh, the Basque country. What years are we having? Uh, that's 95 up there. Down here, Jim, that's my first trophy for me. Manifesto there, 1977. That's my first trophy there. That's my first all Ireland medal there. I have 37 All Ireland medals for pulling to wire. Uh, I have 58 All Ireland medals altogether. 37 for pulling, the other 21 for coaching. These trophies here, you see the ones with the hands up? Yes. They're not for to wire, they're for towing the chief. Towing the chief. Your wife, she's from Kilkenny, obviously Hurling County. Yes. You were telling me before about how you feel kind of underappreciated down there. Yes. Well, you go to Mass on there Sunday. You come out of the Mass and 
Her brother wanted to be with you or something. He said, man, no, there's two county medals. That man there's two All-Ireland medals. And they have like, I-37 for pulling. I'm nobody. <laughs> I'm nobody and I have a gold medal for the World Championship. Ah, mention nothing. Mention nothing to them. They see up there, I think it was in Germany, wasn't it? 2005, Duisburg. That's the World Games was on there. And there was Switzerland here in 1980. And that there, that's from Italy. That's from Taiwan here. And that one there, now is what I want to show you. There, so it's probably for Ireland there. I won my gold medal in 1995. That's the Club World Championship there. For Ireland there, and that's the club one here for Clamana. That's from up there getting the medals on his air. Look at That's the girls and the Kenny there. That team there, they won the World Championship in 2012. There's something else too to show you, John. Here's nothing I wanted to show you. Uh, I was going to tell you. I've seen it there. Really going down. I can't get it. I don't want it. Dan Harkin here, look at And Andrew McGonagall. Andrew's there somewhere too. The M2 men there. M2 men won the World Championship the year. That man was 60 last October. And this man here, 59. And the three gold medals each at the World Championship. You know, and the men around here, 10 and 40, they're done. Yeah. Laziness. So that's the story now, Jim. And uh, the time I this here up way back, 30 years down in the Tugawar, and I had trophies lying about everywhere. It was like in photographs. They were lying about everywhere, them trophies were. I had to come out here because now and again when the row got up in the house, she break one of them over my head. So I got man, local man to build it. Neil Jared's on over there. And I mind when they got this here, this glass was 600 euros for the glass. And she said, what I tell you, son? Your father built a blockwork in that house there for £600. And you're looking for 600 euros for glass. Oh, they laughed hearty. It's like a shrine to you. It's <laughs> like a shrine to me. It's like a shrine to me. It's like... The second heart one of a bigger shrine. <laughs> That's all I think about is to go from morning to night. The centre here is very much a focal part of the local Clamana community, but um, the floods back in 2017? Oh, no. Apart from a tragedy that can affect people, it was seriously the most awful thing. It was so shocking... It happened very quickly, all within about an hour, or hour and a half. It just came in, swamped the whole place and went. I came in the next morning, never, never, ever having experienced a flood before. There was a whole gang of people, the community again, in the hall, sweeping the muck out. And then it started dawning. Everything opened a filing cabinet and the drawer was still full of water. All the computers, because they were on the ground level, were all destroyed. What was worse was that the dampness seeped in everywhere. We lost nearly everything. To be quite honest, the insurance company, I have never been made feel as awful in my life because our main sports floor, sprung floor, had to be completely replaced. And we had a statement from the insurance to say, why would you need a floor like that in Clonmany? You know, red rag to a bull. I mean, all right, if you're in Dublin or Cork, those people probably need it, you know, but not here in Clonmany. Well, we have a good floor back and we put in a better floor. Some of the locals then started a fund me page and people were just amazing. We even had a young chap from ours who's teaching in Dublin and his class did a fundraiser for the centre here. I mean, there were so many lovely stories of people who then 
because they'd been part of the centre when they were children. We had money come from America, come from everywhere. So we were able to put the centre back as it was. You're listening to Pulling Together, Big Danny, Clan Manny and the World on Documentary on News Talk. Tug of War has given Daniel Doherty the opportunity to travel and compete around the world. He's looking forward to staying at home this time with the championships coming to Donegal. We're in Italy twice, we're in Spain, we're in Holland, um, Scotland, England. That'll be as far as I've been now. My brother has been to South Africa and Danny has been to South Africa with the tug of war. You do get all over the world with it. It's nice to see other countries, see other teams. When you go there, then you get to know them teams then and you, you always meet them at the next World Championships. How many more titles have you got at the minute? Um, I think there's four. Um, I need to check that now. But I think it's four. Uh, there are a great few silvers and a few bronzes now. I didn't get them all gold, but 99 was my first gold. 2008, we got another one. And uh, Cincinnati and Italy, we got a 600. 640 it was. 2014, we had a 600 again. Uh, it's three, actually. It's not four, it's three. Um, hopefully, we can take one at the Kinney. <laughs> What do you think it means to the club, to the family and so on, to have World Champions coming here to Inishon? Well, to Donegal? It'll be a big thing for a lot of people in Inishon. Like, we've always been away to tug of war, away to World Championships, and nobody really sees maybe the teams that be at it. And I think it'll be nice for local people, like, to see the different countries and see the pulling going on, like, go to watch the Worlds. It's a different stage, and the way it's run now, it's very well done. My first World Championships was in '95. Uh, my father and Danny was pulling, and ever since I seen it, that was it. I never missed many World Championships since. <laughs> Peter McGonigal trains the Clamani A and youth teams. He has seen the sport change a lot over the years, making more demands from the pullers. Peter is concerned about the sport's future. As you know, we've got a young team going as well. What age group are they? They're all about 16, 17. Then there's the under-18s and the athletic guineas and the world as well. You've been looking at a lot of them staying on going into the senior team. Oh, hopefully. But a lot of the time, young teams will only train for a year or two and then they're gone. You know, it's hard to keep young boys at us. Well, well dedication. It's a hard sport, you know. Years ago, you train on Pult on Sunday or whatever, and I was sitting on the now the diets and saunas. Very hard. It's actually probably a dying sport, isn't it? This year alone, there's two or three clubs in Ireland. If they get someone for the youth to keep them going, you might have a wee hope, but if they're no youth at it, they don't do it short, it's going to be too late. That's one that the, that the club here itself has been active and been in the schools. Getting the schools, you know, getting it to go on the next levels, it's a start, it's definitely a start. I was chatting to a couple of the girls, some of them were doing soccer and some of them were doing getting football, and they reckon that Tucker War is actually very helpful and beneficial to them. Oh, well, you've got the legs and all, so... Oh, I see them boys here. They come on, do them young boys around here. We last year, too. We do a thing, you pull the tyre up and down. Struggle with it, now they can go up and down. We are now a week away from the start of the championships, and the whispers of a deadly virus from the east have become much louder. All the countries committed to taking part in the competition are coming, apart from one, China, which entered a strict lockdown earlier. The championships are going ahead as planned. I asked Kathleen how things are going. Oh, please don't ask. <laughs> we are. It doesn't seem that long since it was two years away. I wish it was a year away, but no, we have everything ready. Danny is uh, running around like a, I don't know what. Uh, he's here, there and everywhere. 
has been something he has been trying to do for 10 years and I think he doesn't believe that it's happening next week because it is really important. When you start planning something like this, of course we'll do the World Championships. Well, that's fantastic. Then suddenly it's Chinese people, it's South African, Nigerian, Taiwanese, people from everywhere and you can't even talk to them. Of course they all know Danny, but you have to register every one of your teams. They have to have passports and passport numbers and you have to have passport photos and dates of birth. and, And of course... We know all this. We knew this three months ago, like, you know, and we're all there. Oh, that's fantastic, everybody. Just nothing to get a passport photograph, and it's nothing to get all this thing. But then when you have to get it, maybe a hundred of them, it's actually quite a lot. (laughs) But it's all done. It is all done, and we're ready. Go on, tell me, because he's not here, we won't tell him, but just between us. (laughs) What's what's it like to be working with Big Danny? What's it like to be working with him, a nightmare? <laughs> ah, that's not fair. I told him today that I've called him absolutely everything this week. But no, he just has this absolute unbelievable passion for tug of war and you have to have it as well. It's not acceptable that you don't. His poor wife, Kathleen, you know what I mean? She is the most fantastic woman. She puts up with it. I mean, he could come home tomorrow and say, oh, look, there's a championship in Taiwan. I'm away. Never mind coronavirus. (laughs) And she goes along with it. Wonderful woman. She's a bit like the golf widow. She's a tug-of-war widow, you know. But um, it's an experience working with Annie. (laughs) And that's our English on then. I will. She's going up there. Twelve delegates. They do all the score sheets up there. This is Sunday, and we're in the Aura Leisure Centre in Letterkenny, venue for the World Championships. They are due to start in four days' time. Big Danny and his crew of volunteers are completing the final setup. The TWIF Danny referred to is the TWIF, the International Tug of War Federation. Here from this pole here, that's where all the flags are going. Here, this is where the medals, gold, silver medals. There's some happy people going up there. And there'll be some sad people down there. Well, that's the way it is. You'll be happy anyway. I'm over the moon. 43 years I've been with you in this year. And then boys are all helping me there. So look at people involved. Good people from Anishon will come out big time. Takawar's big time in Anishon, you know what I mean? Between Twelfth Gang and her own gang and her teens and everybody. Kind of about 100 people. That's not talking about now these last 10 days. People in the walking in the office. Thursday, the competition starts at 8 o'clock. That's finished roughly at 6. The council's having a safety reception over there for the VAPs. And uh, we had to go to that. Downtown may put on the good clothes. <laughs> we had the open ceremony on Friday night over the Mount Erigal. Saturday was a big day. The good thing about it, the Kalani teams, they're all represented as an evening and the afternoon, so there'll be a big crowd on there to see that. And hopefully we'll get a medal or two to the thing, you know what I mean? And the girls is coming up, young Daniel. Looking at the gear. We had to put them into seniors too because there weren't enough teams in the seniors. The poor girls had a awful scare. But anyhow, they're the ladies for the future. Young Daniel Ranty, he's the chairman of the Kalani Club. Took it over there last year and I stepped down to run this thing here. He's a man who seems to be interested to go here. We have a few men here interested talking about it. Daniel seems to be a man more interested to go here. But over that, Jim, I think things are going too bad. They're not around, but there's still be another one. 
But you see him Thursday morning when the first starts at 8 o'clock, when the hustle blows. That's it. Attention's gone. As far as you're concerned, at mm. this stage of the week, everything's in place. Everything's in place now. Hopefully everything will go well. I hope everybody gives everybody a smile. Say hello. Three people with respect. And of course, nine say hello. And of course, nine just smile. Thank you, John. Is that right, Danny? Is that it now? I think that's right. 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 So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, please, a big hand for Betty Gaste, for Mountain View, and for Clomeny B. So, this was today's program, of course, a little bit celebration, but tomorrow from 9 o'clock sharp, we'll be here with the official World Championships 2020, with Ireland, with Northern Ireland, with the Basque Country, with the Netherlands, with everybody. Be there tomorrow, 9.30 sharp. Okay, have a good night. Thank you. Love you. Day one, both Clamani and Clamani B teams took part in the men's 560 kilo category. This was a heavily contested category with teams from many countries taking part. Even getting to the final would be a major achievement. Ladies and gentlemen, within a few minutes we will start with the men of 560 in two groups. Once again, group one, Atlans from the Ukraine. We have Ayrshire from Scotland. We have Beriozar from the Basque Country. Xantreya from the Basque Country. Kyoto Sobo Lobster from Japan. We have Clonmany B from Ireland. Castelli from the Basque Country. And Dabanyu from Chinese Taipei. In group two, in the men 560, we have Beti Gasta from the Basque Country, Ibarra from the Basque Country, Murueta A from the Basque Country, Mountain View from Ireland, Clonmany from Ireland, Country Club from Northern Ireland, and Chinese, uh, sorry, Nanhu, Nantu from Chinese Taipei. Musica! After a marathon series of pulls, there were only two teams left. Contest the final. We'll play some music and come back with you. The dream final between the country club and Clomany B in a man 560. Clomany B were in the final. The Clomany team that Peter trained pulled well but missed out on a quarterfinals place. All eyes were now on Clomany B in the final. And Clon Many B versus the Country Club. Ireland versus Northern Ireland. First end for the Country Club. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please a big hand for number two, Clon Many B. And the winners from Northern Ireland. A big hand, please, for the Country Club. Congratulations, boys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the dream final. Play some music, my man. I caught up with Dano Gallagher at a noisy arena for his thoughts on how things were going. Dano was pulling for the Clamani team that didn't make it to the final. I was happy enough for myself. I, I could have won better yesterday whether a decision or two went against us. That's the way sports goes. We mixed in with Clamani for the World Championship because we're just short of a few powers. Keep the thing going. How long have you been involved with the war? I'd say about 35 years ago. And the Bertie's just caught up with it. Something has to grow on you. Big Danny McGonagall told me that they were going to start eight aside in Nunnor. And I started with them. And it took five years before we won a national medal. And from then they won a 
I got a chance to speak to a busy Big Danny. I first asked him about the number of teams and countries that were here for the championships. We did all the 560. England was there, Scotland was there, Pepe, the uh, Bash was there, Italy was there, Russia was there in the morning, and there were 14 different countries there, but I can't mind them all. My hair's going round. Unbelievable. We had um, a lot of sportsmen to fear. All these men, I tell you, use radio men and TV men, seen the day that TJ Cahos here this morning, watching it. It's unbelievable. But they've never seen it. They thought it was a day out down in Fermanagh, field day down in Fermanagh, and that's what spoils all the Fermanagh and the these field days, the festivals. Big fat men, big, you know what I mean? And uh, the people shouting and roaring, and then they kind of move for a week. But that's all professional stuff on there. So what are you doing now the rest of the today tomorrow? What's your next, what's your next job? We're cleaning all the mats now for the morning. Nobody sees that part of the labs is all there. Carmen Gullen and all there. And Bengal McElhinney, we, John McCarran, and Hugh Boner. Only them boys is behind the scenes. And Brother Noel and why are the boys there cleaning up? And I don't mind everybody. If I had them in behind the scenes, and every time they look at me, I'm mouthing to somebody and they're not, they're not happy, but some days they're just mouthing. Men, say something, group one. Still leading 21 out of 7 from NEB. Betty Gaston from the Basque Country, 21 out of 8. The Banyu from the Chinese Tempest, 16 out of 7. Belly Hagen, 16 out of 7. So I think it will be Club NEB and Betty Gaston. Day two of the club championships, and Club NEB are closing in on their second final in two days, this time in the 600 kilo category. Club NEB, 19 out of 7. Ibarra. Big Danny is a bit more relaxed now too. I got it hard to smile there on Thursday and Friday, but now smiling a bit now. Uh, yeah, back yeah, to myself yeah, again. You're a bit more relaxed uh, now. I'm winding down now, and hopefully everything will go well. You know, with one more day and nobody gets hurt at the wrong guy. Because some one man get hurt or one end year and hurt us. That's the biggest problem. But we used to go away to different world championships. We land home no medals. Oh, we no medals. They come home our bronze medals. No good to them. All I was thinking as long as the people come home safe. Russia in them trial here. Just thought about Russia there. Are you Ukrainians here? Them teams going back to well, nothing. And our men down in Fermanagh are going to have to They've only got a silver, they've only got a bronze medal. Any medal you get in the World Championships. You know, it's not a day out in Adelaide, it? it's a World Championship. And the first act for Mountain Fuel. And also the second hand for Clum NEB. So, we'll see them back later on in the final of the Man 600. Mountain View will be a big test for Clamani B, but the Donegal men are determined to win gold today, not silver. Second end, Man's final 600. Clamani versus Mountain View. First end. Clamani. Pick up the rope. Take the straight. Steady.
congratulations, Mountain View, with your silver medal, Music. Day three, what's your verdict on today? How things went? It was brilliant day of the day, Jim. You couldn't ask for better. It was unbelievable that people were out there the day. The Ireland team wasn't strong enough. Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland met there and killed one another. It was the same final on Thursday. Same two teams met again and one killed the other there at the end up. But uh, over the lot, it was great. It left the Taiwan won it and uh, Northern Ireland was second and the uh, Republic of Ireland was third. But overall, everything went great this day and that's the uh, 5.60 there this morning, the 6.40 was on the 6th morning. The Mountain View team got uh, bronze medal and hat. There were four Clamani men and hat too this morning. And our girls, they all got fourth place. The boys got fourth place. In the, like, so hopefully that uh, we have future to carry on. When I'm lying down Bob's garden, they'll still be going on with the club. Well, you know what I mean? And the thing is, even though the boys and girls got fourth, they were obviously pulling at a weight away both them. They were not to 23. Yes, yes, yes. So it's a baptism of fire uh, for them. Got, got a, the girls got a wee shock today. So tomorrow, I'm going out tomorrow, self posting in the morning myself. And uh, just give a wee run round because they're depending on me. But I, this last day or two, Jim, I was flat out for the nine. And I said to them, girls, I didn't leave you, you know, I have that much to do in here. But I said, I'd definitely go tomorrow with you, you know what I mean? So uh, I was over the moon. Things are going great now, the man. So overall, like this is day three, and how do you think the whole thing's been going? Oh, brilliant. Great reports. Everybody's a great gamer. And all the venue, the place, the staff, the teas, the food, it's unbelievable. We get an odd boy crying, but they're crying all the time. I've no car leave me on the house for them people. Crowds turned up, Clavanagh, any shows, all out of thing. I just see two sisters here from Wales came over. I met them a few years ago over there. They come over one's iron tea that's indoor. There are a couple of friends from America over here. They all come to see it. Uh, my own son, he's watching it in Sydney. So it's been watched all over the world. Prize giving ceremony of today's men, 600 kilos. Please welcome the representative of number four, the man from Ibarra. And please welcome the number of three from the Basque country. Please welcome Bendy Castell. And please welcome the number two of Beautiful Island. Please welcome Mountain View. And please welcome with a big hand the one and only champ of today's Man 600. Please welcome Clon Manny B. The 2020 World Championships concluded without a hitch. I met up with Big Danny recently to see his enlarged trophy cabinet and to get his views on how the event went. It was brilliant. Great success overall. Every team that was there left a score sheet, how everything went, events, tees and buses and everything. And over with the highest marks ever was at at the World Championships. So I'm over the moon. The week that it was on, two weeks later, the whole country closed down because of COVID. You were very lucky to get it over the bar before then. Somebody must be praying because it was a new safe. Every country came, only China. China couldn't come that time. It was just started in China and lucky enough, we went on and it wasn't even two weeks. The whole place closed down and it took a shine after World Championships because people were talking all about it and then all of a sudden everybody was we're all locked up. Ah, oh, takes some time to get it back again, you know what I mean? Get that locked out. But that big team of volunteers was very important. What the work wouldn't happen without them. Oh, the volunteers were unbelievable. The, the girls helped out and uh, Madeline and the sister down there. Had everybody tortured and everybody thing, and had a great crew around me, good crew of pullers over the years, and they were all there, and all the old pullers there. Most of them was all there, 
And then my daughter's five daughters up, and I had five friends along with them up, and they did all the teas and things and hospitality. That went down well because I'd been there at all these world championships. My first world championship was 1978, and I seen how the hospitality and places you wouldn't even think of the water, never mind, you know, a cup of tea. One of your big hopes for the championships here in the Lillow was that it would help promote the sport. Unfortunately, COVID meant that for a couple of years people were making, weren't doing anything. Still a bit of growth, a bit of benefit to the area, to the sport here. Lucky enough now at the minute, Cockhall's back in the road again now, Karen Donner's going, the money's going. But overall, the sport now, sport is very good, but uh, five or 40 years younger, it'll be going on stronger. I tell you that. One of your big hopes from the World Championships was that the boys' teams and the, the girls' team in Tumani would take hold and grow. Yes, the girls' team. Uh, we're up at the B&I's, British and Championships was on up in Dublin there. The girls got bronze medals and silver medals up there. And the boys got the same. And our boys wanted they were mixed up representing Ireland. And then the same, the World Championship in Northern Ireland, the girls was on there. They got bronze medals. And one girl got a gold medal, and one of the young lads got a gold medal. But overall, it was brilliant that went so well. During the World Championships up in Kenny, you had teams there from Ukraine and, and from Russia. That's right, and yes. You, you wouldn't be able to have that today? No, I don't think they were talking now. But they were all there playing together then. So, that's the story now, Jim. Danny, there's very few people around here or around Donegal and even further afield who you just mentioned the name Big Danny, they know exactly who you're talking about. The people of Kilmany backed me all the time. There's still good people out there. Someday, when I'm dead and gone, probably the young come in here with a sledge and hold all the way in the skip. But some of the people don't know the real truth of the Donald Kilmany Club. If God will pay you tomorrow morning and say to me, you give me 50 billion or 40 years for Togawar, I would take the Togawar. A great sport. Hey boys, turn again. Thank it, everybody. And. Pulling Together, Big Danny, Clan Manny and the World was produced by Jim Doherty and was supported by a grant from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as part of the Sound and Vision Scheme. For more documentary on News Talk, visit Newstalk.com.